Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the Solex Life podcast. I know it's been a minute since I've been on here. Your girl has been busy. Look, I got a lot going on. I'm a mom. I'm trying to build this real estate business, amongst other things that I'm trying to do in life. And we're going to talk about it today because, as you can see, the title of this is Building a Business as a Single Mom, featuring Liz Williams. She's currently located in Houston, Texas, right? Exactly. Dallas. Dallas. Why do I always get it confused? <laughs> but she's in Dallas. But I'm going to let her tell you guys a little bit more about yourself. But first, I'm going to give you guys some time to tune in. Make sure you like, comment, share this video, and we'll be back. Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Honestly, my last podcast was probably like a month ago, and that's not like me, but we're going to get back into the swing of things here. But thanks, you guys, for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Make sure you like, share, comment, ask your questions if you happen to have one, and we'll get started. So um, welcome, Liz. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course. So first, tell my audience a little bit about yourself, kind of where you're from, um, kind of how you got to where you are today. Um, well, I am from Jackson, Mississippi. And um, like you said, at the beginning, I am, I'm located in Dallas, Texas. I've been here for three years, going on four years now. And I pretty much, um, before I moved here, uh, I was just in a bad space in life. And um, I had decided to like leave, like leave my kids dead or whatever. So I end up, um, long story short, um, I, I'm here. I'm here now, and and that's just it. And I have my boutique, and I'm 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 satisfied. I'm happy. You're happy. So let's kind of talk about what happened. What kind of drove you from moving because you're from Mississippi but we connected a lot in Alabama when you were out here with your child's father um do you mind speaking on that subject or is that kind of touchy you're fine if you know me you know me but some people swear they know me but I would most definitely rather speak on it so um yes what you want to ask so pretty much like what happened kind of give them a background um she has beautiful kids. She's a single mom of five. She has one boy, four girls. And you guys should follow her um, business page, Easy Dogs. It's a private group. You have to request to be in it. It's kind of exclusive. <laughs> but she does kind of open up a lot in that group. And she kind of tells us a lot about like some things that she's gone through Um being a mother and dealing with issues with her children's father. So kind of tell us kind of what transpired you to kind of take a break, move away from Alabama and kind of regroup to get to where you are today. Um, well, first of all, I um 
Um, it really just took me, um, it took a lot for me to just leave because anytime that you have kids with someone, not just one, you know, but multiple kids or whatever, it's just hard to, um, especially if you've been with them for a minute and a relationship was established before the kids, uh, and the kids now it's hard to just walk away. You know what I'm saying? It's just hard to leave. So it didn't get bad until, um, it became, it became just like with the, um, with the mental abuse, you know, the name calling, the the down talking, like you're stupid, you know, calling you out your name. Um, when it gets to that point, that is, I feel like when it gets to that point, that is when somebody is intentionally trying to drive you away. You know, they're asking you to leave. They just don't know how to tell you. So they, um, they mentally, you know, do they mentally messes with you uh, instead of physically because... I would rather have like fault, you know what I'm saying? Rather than just for someone to sit there and call me, tell me how ugly I am, how stupid I am. Uh, the same person that just helped me pay for my degree, calling me stupid, like tell you know, I just it gets it got to that point, and I had to realize I have girls, and I was about to have uh, his second daughter, and I'm like, wow, I have girls, and this is not how I want a man to treat my daughter so at that point i'm like yeah that was my driving point my daughter uh being my driving point and uh just walking away because at some point um it wasn't like that in a relationship but when it got to that point that is what drove me to leave the mm -hmm. like just setting that example being that example for my baby yeah so how long did the mental abuse last before you actually got out of the situation because i know a lot of people a lot of women and men are stuck in relationships that are very toxic and you don't realize how bad it is while you're in it because you're kind of blinded by love and you're like you know we got kids together i want this to work out so how long did it take you to finally like wake up and be like you know what i'm done i'm leaving i'm doing this for my for my girls um it really took me to when you it like when a person started treating their kid a certain type of way like that's enough to make you be like you know what yeah you're not for me because it's nothing in this world or nobody in this world that i'll like treat my kids bad for and i just didn't know what it was at the time i knew it was something but i just didn't know what it was and um it just got to the point like we was together, uh, we was together for five years. For the first, for the first couple of years, we was at Mississippi State, um, and we dated uh, when we was at Mississippi State. When he graduated, we were still together. He would come, he would see me or whatever. Um, and that's the thing. And I should have known then. Anytime you have, anytime you're in Mississippi and you know y'all far away, you should want to see yo. Person, you know what I'm saying? Like it got to the point where uh he'll be like, I'm I'm gonna come this weekend, but then he'll show up like two weekends later. So that was that right there was like, oh, I knew he was doing something, but I just didn't know what. So when it was time for me to graduate, I was like, you know what? And um and he was telling me he was you know, like I was just he was saying whatever and and you could just feel the energy. Um, cause when your man, like when he complaining about you know, a lot of stuff, you just want to save them. So I was like, yeah, let me move down there. I could, you know, I can move down there closer to you and we can do this, we can do that and all that. And so that's what I decided to do. Uh-huh.
Um, that was going into our third year together. And so we stayed together for a year in these apartments. Um, I think that is really what like just draw the wish in the apartment because it got to the point where we couldn't stay together. And so uh when I had found out that I was pregnant, um we just and I knew I knew he won for me, but I was like, dang, now how I end up pregnant, you know what I'm saying? How I end up pregnant? Maybe this is a sign from God or something for me. They always for me to stay with him because me and this dude, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't end up pregnant. I already told God if I have another baby, this gonna be, you know, by my third, well, my third child, it's gonna be my husband. So that is what, you know, so I'm like, dang, God, I'm pregnant. And it was crazy, like, how I got pregnant. It just, I just couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? Like, even we both just couldn't believe it. So when I end up pregnant, you know what I'm saying? We were just like, okay, we just gonna make it work. We gonna... And that's the wrong thing. We try to make it work. You know what I'm saying? So, and it just got worse. It got worse from that point. So, I say going into the, like, going into the fourth year of our relationship uh, when I was pregnant, um, it it just got, it just, it just got worse. So, yeah, I knew, I knew it was time for me to leave. God was telling me to leave while I was pregnant. Like, he would tell me, um, it's not gonna work. Like it's not gonna work until you leave. It's not gonna work until you leave. You only gonna make it worse. You only gonna make it worse. And I'm like, nah, because if I leave, I don't want nobody else to get my man. Like, what if he come up tomorrow and I've been down with him for so long? Like somebody gonna give you know? So yeah. When it got to that point, and then after that, after me saying it, and it's going into a year, and he ain't changed, and going into another year. And we done been broke for four years and he's still saying, yeah, that's where it drove to the wish. Three, going three and a half years into our relationship that I noticed that he went for me, but I still decided to stay. You decided to stay for the baby. So what was his, you said for the reaction, like, okay, y'all were like, okay, we're going to stay. We're going to work it out for the baby. And that was uh, when you had Braylon, correct? Yes, that is when I had Braylon. <laughs> I'm laughing because just as soon as I had Braylon, I ended up pregnant with baby Liz. And it was so crazy because, like I said, I knew something was going on, but I just couldn't put my finger on it because don't get me wrong, he loved his daughter. You know what I'm saying? Like he loved Braylon or whatever. And when we stayed together and um stuff like um he he was there for you know what I'm saying he was there for her or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when I when I told him I was pregnant with baby Liz, it's like he just started to stay distant from me. He was like, How? I'm like, shit, you tell me. Like you know what we did. I'm trying to ask you, like, dude. But yes, I'm laughing because just as soon as I had baby um Braylon, I was pregnant with baby Liz. And and it just made it worse. It just made it worse. So at this point, He's just kind of like in shock in another world. Can't believe you were pregnant with the second daughter. Um, so pretty much, so after you had the kids, was really when things kind of started to shift, and he started acting different towards you and speaking down on you. Girl, he was already um like he was already acting different with me when we were staying together. So when I decided to leave. It only got worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, you speaking down on me, telling me 
you don't want me to be here. I'm stupid. I'm ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you telling me all this stuff. But then when I leave, you even meaner to me. You should be happy. So why are you not happy? Like, he intentionally, um, he will call, he will call Braylon and he will hear me talking in the background and he'll just randomly yell, like, shut the fuck up. And I'll be like, and my friend will look like who he's talking to. Now, what's wrong with your daughter? Yeah. And he'll say that. Like, he will intentionally try to say things to hurt me and make me mad. Like, it was just, and, and he, it just got worse. Like, I'm just telling you, it literally got worse. And to, to this day, Brayden is about to be six years old. We barely communicate. Like, we don't. Um, it gets it done got to a point where I literally program in my head like I know him and I spend so much time with him. Just think 365 days in in a year and with a person that you you know like you grow feelings for and you got kids with and it's hard girl like just that. It's very hard. Um, just, yeah it's yeah, and he just got mean. And I'm like, dude, why you being mean to me? And you the one been cheating on me. You the one that's been doing everything to me. But long story short, when, when it all boiled down to it, he was cheating on me. He had been cheating on me for a very long time with this person. And, um, like, they had been sneaking around, you know, the hotels and stuff. Like, he wasn't coming. He would, he would disappear. You remember, I used to come to your house, and I'd be like, he gave me this money. Like, he gave me this money. He told me I can do what I want to do. But whether you know it or not, Crispin, when I would go home, he would not be there. And he would be gone until Sunday, like, checkout time. Like, it started to click to me. Like, this dude. So, yeah, when you not, when you start not to do that, so that means whoever you with is way more important than what, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you start to disrespect me on that level, yeah, we can't. Yeah, we can't. Oh, so, yeah, that's what it all boiled down to it. And he's still, he's still mean to me. And I don't care because they ain't never stopped me from making my money. It ain't ever stopped me for thinking that I'm ugly. Like, he called me ugly all the time. He upset me I'm skinny. But little did he know, he was in love with my little skinny self. You know what I'm saying? So, it's something that I don't know what I have done. But, girl... These men are crazy. They will do stuff to you. And as soon as you decide to leave, they will, they will make you feel like you done everything when they done done everything. They want to make you feel like you the bad person. Mm-hmm. Like they try to switch the roles and play these mind games and make, and make themselves out to be the victim. Girl, all the time. Like, And that's why a lot of people um, have told me stories even and it's so crazy that when I decided to leave him, um, it was we have we didn't talk, we didn't communicate for a year because I just got tired of him being mean to me. So I'm like, why am I finna why am I dealing with this dude? He don't help me take care of my kids. He say these mean things to him. Like, I mean, say these things mean say these mean things to me. Like, clearly he got a problem. And he's not trying to help me. All he doing is sitting on the phone with the kid, just listening, like pretty much listening to what's going on. I'm trying to figure out, like, what are you, what do you want? Because you're not talking about anything. All it is, you just, I feel like he just intentionally was trying to be mean to me. 
And he used to know that he would make me feel uncomfortable because he would say things. You know what I'm saying? So at that point, I stopped answering the phone for him and I had blocked him for a year. I didn't talk to him for a whole year. You would think, you would think that, you know, a person would after you, you know, after they don't put you through so much and you like, okay, you know what? I'ma just try to see, you know, just try to try to try to work it out. Like just try to co-parent. That didn't even work. Like just still angry. And I'm like, dude, you know what, baby, at this point, I don't have to deal with you. I'm not gonna deal with you. Like we don't like we don't communicate at all. Right, and I honestly don't see a point, especially if he's not bringing anything. The, to the same table. dude that I thought I was gonna marry, Crispin. <laughs> I used to tell you I think he's the one for me. And do you know he told people that I cheated on him, and he also told people that that um when I would leave the house that I would go cheat. You know what I'm saying? But not knowing, like I had actually had friends there that I would just get away because. He didn't notice. It got to the point where I couldn't tell him this stuff. Because you know when dudes, when they out here doing wrong, mm -hmm. they already, they they thinking you're doing the same stuff. They thinking. So, I, you know, I was like, you know what? At this point, we can't talk. We don't, I don't like, like, I'm crazy about him, in love with him, but just couldn't, couldn't, couldn't do that no more. Like, I was like, yeah, he don't love me. He do not love me. He got something else going on. Yeah, and so many people stay. I commend you for leaving. Someone in the comments said, so glad you got out of that situation. You and your kids deserve better. And that's so true. Sometimes our kids can be our motivation to yeah, get out. Motivation. <laughs> Just because you don't want your kids to see you going through that. Like, I've been through horrible relationships that I shouldn't have been in. And honestly, God be telling us, like, that ain't the one for you. No. <laughs> And it's so crazy that, like, I'm gonna tell y'all something, okay? Y'all think, y'all think, and this is where people mess up it. Y'all think it's okay to be in a long term relationship for five years, three years, because anything over a year, baby, that's 365 days that you don't spend with somebody. Anything over a year and you don't been attached to this person, it's hard. And what we fail at, we fail at when we when we leave someone, we move on to somebody else and we cling on them to uh, to help us forget about that person and why yes. we're having the same problems. But let me tell you what I did, and this is what he told me I did versus to what I did. Hold on, because I need to get my chart. Hold on, real quick, y'all. I'm sorry. Hold on. If you guys are enjoying this podcast, make sure you share. Make sure you like, comment. You can subscribe to the podcast. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You can find us on Pandora's Podcast, Amazon Music, the whole nine. If you <laughs> you can go back and listen to it when the replay posts tomorrow. Um, but you guys definitely should stay tuned because we are going to show you guys some of the new products that have launched from her business when we get to that part. But um, most definitely, like she was saying, people are quick to try to reverse the role and make it seem like you're the problem when they have things going on. It's nothing but a guilty conscience. And that's why I've learned to always pray about people when they come in my life. Like, I never want to live with a dude that I'm not married with. Like, it's just toxic when you're trying to cohabitate with someone that's not God sent. 
Like if God ain't in it, I'm not with it. <laughs> right. And 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 I tell people all the time, I'm not the most, I'm not the best Christian on the earth. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a on the sister board. I'm not on the mother board. I'm not on none of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a regular human. I've been hurt and I just know who to pray to when That's I me. get in that stage because I literally like spending years with this dude and from him loving me to him just downplaying me like that, I, I couldn't just move on to nobody else. I literally had to go to counseling. And he would tell me things like, you got, um, I don't know who you got my kids around. You, you, you messing with somebody. And that, but I'm so ugly though. You know what I'm saying? Like who want my little ugly self? But I'm messing with somebody though. That's what he would tell me. Not knowing baby, once a week I was in counseling talking about your ass. Like, trying to get trying to get healed from over you and everything else that i've been through and like girl i'm telling you and but i just noticed the guilt that's just the guilt from me leaving and wanting better for myself because that's what people do and that's what he did when we broke up he just he he clenched on to that person that he would cheat with you know what i'm saying I wouldn't cheat with nobody, so I didn't have anybody to cling on to. I just had my kids. And at the end of the day, like, my brother had to sit down and tell me, like, Liz, and when I, I moved home and my brother looked at me, he was like, Liz, he was like, I see right through that smile. He was like, you're so broken. And it, he was like, if don't nobody see it, I see it. I can see right through you. He said, you is stuck in a dark place. And you need to go talk to somebody. You need to get out of that off of your mind because you can tell when you're sitting down, your mind just thinking. Like you can tell you're thinking about something. And that what I'll I will wake up thinking about the things that he would say to me over and over and over and over again. I was thinking about how I should have played the situation out. I was thinking about what I should have done to the girl. I was thinking about what I should have done to him. I was thinking like it was I was thinking about should I kill my kids? Like I was thinking about so much it was so much guilt on me for me just doing right mm -hmm. girl please and i think that's a, a mistake a lot of people make when they get out of a situation they are so quick to jump into a new one instead of actually healing themselves and kind of taking some space to actually love themselves again right. so i commend you that you went to counseling um i had to go to counseling like when i was going through my divorce and that whole situation because it'll really have you questioning yourself like when somebody does something and you'll think like oh it's me i'm the problem what's wrong with me what's the issue Right. When it's really not even you at all. It's honestly right. dealing with some mental and, and internal issues that they aren't addressing. So right. that's that. So how did you um, tell us about your transition? So you went to count. How long did you stay in counseling after this situation? Um, I stayed until I moved to Texas. So about a year because uh, when I moved back, when I moved back home to Jackson, it was supposed to only be temporary. But after my brother had set me down, I was like, you know what, God, I want to move, but I don't want to move into a dark space. I want to, I want everything to be pure. I want a fresh start. I want everything to just come from you. And I was like, I'm not going to rush anything. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to get the mental healing that I need, even if it, you know, so I didn't, it took me a year. Um, I didn't move until a year into counseling. And the woman would tell me, she told me, she was like, Liz, I feel like you don't need me anymore. Like, I feel like you good. Um, you know, you can, 
uh, I know you get ready for Texas. She like, you don't need this. And I was like, no, but I'm going to come until I get ready to leave because this is what's keeping me sane. This is what's like putting me on the path that I feel like just talking to somebody, talking to somebody and facing somebody you don't know and, mm-hmm. and letting them hear what, what's going on and, and for them for them to give their opinion, they don't know you, the real, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, they don't I wanted to stay in there as long as I could, and it was for a year. Yeah, and that's really good because counselors, like, they don't know you. They don't know the other person. Because, you know, when you talk to your family, they're going to be, like, strictly on your side. Like, team, you forget them. But your counselor, they kind of stay neutral um, throughout the whole situation there. So you moved to Texas. So how was things there? Did you um, already have a job set up? Because I know a lot of people want to up and move. But they don't really have a plan. So did you kind of have a plan when you moved out there? I did have a plan. Um, I did have a plan when I had moved here. Uh, my first thing was to just get a job. I wanted to get a job, and I didn't care what job I got. I just wanted to get a job so I can just start somewhere and get me a place. So um, I was in the process just going back and forth looking for a job. And one day, just, um, I had filled out this application one day. The next day, the woman called me um, to set up an interview. I went, I packed my bag. That next week, I was here for an interview, and I had started working that next day. So I literally had made it just in time for the last training, for the last day for the training class to start. So they hired me. And um, I was working at Honda Corp- uh, Corporation, American Honda Corporation, for two and a half years until I decided to walk away from my job. Um, but yeah, I didn't. I did have a plan. Um, the plan was just to get here and start from somewhere because, like, being in Jackson, you keep telling yourself, like, I am going to go. I'm a move, but I'm a move when I get some money. I'm a move when. When the time right, I'm gonna move when I do this. I'm move, baby. Just get up and just do it. Like, just figure something out and stick to the plan and just do it. Most definitely, but definitely have a plan. Don't just freestyle it out here. Yeah, but that's pretty much I've been like, it just depends on who you connected to because the mm. man I'm connected to, I didn't have a problem with, you know, stepping out on faith and freestyle. Like I said, I wanted this to be right. As long as I knew mm-hmm. this was right. I knew I wasn't going to be out here just fucking up. I knew I wasn't just going to be out here looking for the wrong thing. So I knew I was starting from somewhere looking for a job because my little brother was already here. So mm-hmm. when I had, when I started working, I was staying with him. I stayed for, with him for about two weeks. I had got my first two paychecks and I moved into my own place. Like in the process of me working, I was looking for an apartment and then end up moving my kids down here like a year later. So. I love it. So you say you worked there for two and a half years and then you kind of stepped out on faith again and opened your business. So what was that transition like? like? How long did it take you to decide? Did you kind of have a time frame as to when you were going to stop working or was it kind of like a spur of the moment type thing? Well, honestly, when I had started working for the company I was working for, I had told myself, I was like, dang, I can make a lot of money here. They have good benefits. I'm going to be here for about five years. I was like, I'm going to give myself at least five 
six years, you know, let my 401k build up. And after that, I'm going to just, you know, I'm going to probably find something else or I'm going to see what this job leads to. But I did have a time frame for five years. Um, within the first year I had got promoted, uh, within the first year and a half, I had got promoted. Um, and then within that second year, I got promoted again. So me being promoted, I was making some good money, great benefits. And the energy that was put into my job, I just didn't feel it. You know what I'm saying? Versus, you know how when you start something, you get excited about it. But then when you work it and you beast it, anything like it get boring to you. And it's like every now, everybody getting on your nerves. Now the job, you know, it's like it's, you find something to complain about. So when I found myself complaining about it and I was like, what can I take to work to make me feel better? You know what I'm saying? To just uh, just bypass time. I would take my jewelry to work um, because when I, when I moved to Alabama, I had started uh, my business in 2014. But as everything was happening to me, I had just kind of, you know, faded away because um, I feel like I started my business for the wrong reason, um, for the wrong reason. So I just wanted to kind of, you know, revamp and make sure that's something I wanted to do. So uh -huh. even even just me just taking time from it, getting a job, making good money, I'm sitting there every day and I'm like, oh, yeah, let me um, let me take my jewelry to work. And so I would do my jewelry at work and my uh, co-workers would pass by. And they was like, Liz, why are you here? You know, like you should have your own business. You making money for these people. You need to be making your own money. And so I had to think about it. When I was in college, I had so many hustles going on. I was taking care of my kids back at home, helping my mom, along with taking care of myself. So I was like, and I really just didn't have a job then. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, Liz, you can do it. You can do it like you really just you can really focus on your business. If you put your mind into it, you can really focus on your business. So it was that day. It was right before I had my baby because uh, I wanted to quit before I had my baby. But I found out I was pregnant. So I was like, uh, when I have her, you know, I'm going to just still give it some time to see if this where I want to be. And even after I had her, God just put me through so much that I had to quit. And I had, like, I literally had to quit after I had my um, fifth child. Oh, wow. So it was just kind of one of those things you were forced to do. You were just kind of forced to let it go. Yeah. But I'm so grateful for it, though, because I'm at home every day. Uh, I focus on my business. Um, uh, Like, by the grace of God, I have not lacked anything. You know, like, I've been meeting some great people, like, great people to... To just bless my business and uh, there's been a blessing in my life, so I'm not complaining. I just, I just feel like this is where I'm supposed to be at now. Because I'm telling you, if you have a job and if you're not happy, you've been working that job and you're not happy, and it's something that God giving you to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, just, just do it. Yeah. Because we all they're just like school. Everybody keeps when they go to school and they stop. They say I'll go back. Or I, I'm going to start school, and they don't ever either go back or start. But they just watch everybody else graduate, getting their diplomas, wishing that they would have just started somewhere. Most and I've been in that situation. Like, I was working jobs. Um, you know, like you said, when you 
first get get them, you love them. Like, oh, I'm excited, got a new job. But it got to the point where it's like I wake up and I'm like, oh my goodness, I gotta go in this job. And I'm watching the clock the whole time I'm there, like waiting to clock out, waiting to go to lunch. Just okay. kind of stuff to do. Um, and like the first job I had when I moved here to Alabama, I actually moved out here because of a job. I was working in Mississippi. They promoted me to a manager position and transferred me to Alabama. So that's how I kind of ended up over here. But with that management position, the pay was good. But with it came a headache. Like it was a lot. It was micromanaged. I don't like to be micromanaged. Not at I, all. I, oh, I hate that. I always felt like I was my own boss. And I'm just like, I don't work well like that. Like if you hire me to do a job, trust me to do it because I'm going to do it. And that's just going to be that. I don't need to be reading 10,000 emails all day. You calling me cussing on the phone. And that's honestly what did it for me. Like the supervisor called me one day and started cussing while on the phone. I'm like, yeah, see, we took ground for this. Exactly. If I start cussing you back out, we'll have a problem. You'll be wrong. Exactly. You'll be a bad employee. But he Most. won't be the bad boss. You'll be the bad <laughs> employee. Exactly. So I just ended up having to walk away from that job. And um, yeah, kind of pushed me to where I am today. So we're going to share this screen so I can show you guys what her business is. She has some really bomb things. Honestly, this shirt came from her business. <laughs> yes. And just to let y'all know, by the way, I um I did do my website. Everybody just keep blowing me up like, oh, your website was so good. But yeah, I did it. Um, Like I said, I am a mom and I do have my degree in public relations. So um, I just, I did do that on my own. It just put so much in it. So I appreciate you guys for just looking at it, giving your feedback, just taking the time to just even just checking me out and make sure you subscribe to the website while you're at it. Most definitely. So you birthed Easy Fashion. You started out with jewelry, but then you kind of ventured into adding clothes and now you kind of make and print your own t-shirts and things of that nature. So kind of tell us about Easy Fashion, kind of how that came about and some things that you guys offer. Okay, so well, um, Easy Fashion, I pretty much say just shop easy now because um, shop easy just pretty much we cater to um, self-love. Uh, I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. We cater to just making you feel good and look good, which our business, um, it is, uh, we do have, we are based on self-love, which, and motivation. So, which you do, which the shirt you're wearing, it comes from our motivational collection. Um, and pretty much my business is, um, I have, I even though I sell clothes, now the clothes, yeah, I'm into trendy fashion, but my main my main thing for Shop Easy is creating a space to just make awareness to for you to know how important self-love is. That's pretty much my brand is. Um, those shirts I create, those come from um, my my mind, like off of my, off of my mind. I put those shirts, I put what's on my mind, I put on the shirts. So everything, all my shirts are made with the meaning because I've been through so much in life and like my brand comes from me just building it um by myself me being a single mom me wanting more for my kids and in the process i had so many dark spaces 
like I said, even in the process of having to go through counseling, trying to make sure this was what I want. So I do carry trendy's trendy pieces, but I'm all about self-love, like making you feel good and look good. Um, so make sure y'all check out the self-love collection because it is a unisex collection for men and women. I love so the it. The clothes are important, but the message of the self-love is the main reason that the brand stands because we all about it, just creating that space of awareness for you. I love it. So um, you can craft these yourself, right? Thank you. <laughs> yes, I did. I did all of those myself. I love it. So kind of what's the turnaround time? Does it take you a very long time to make your teas or do you kind of put yourself on a schedule when it comes to getting your orders out? Yes. Yeah, so my shipping, um, I changed my shipping just to two day priority. So from the day, um, if you make an order before six o'clock PM, then you will get your order within three business days. Cause I was, um, shipping out that next business day. Mm -hmm. Um, if you, um, if you make an order after 6 p.m., then you will get it the following, like, um, the following day. So, I guess a two to three day time turnaround time frame that you'll get your order. Most definitely. I love it. So, have you run into any problems with your business so far or any advice you can give to someone that's hoping to start yes. off business? <laughs> yes. Just keep going. Because a lot of things will feel like you're making a mistake, which is good to make mistakes. Always a self-opportunity. Because if you can't a self-opportunity, um, even though you are your own boss, um, don't have that, that, mind that mind frame of can't nobody tell me what to do. Because I always I always ask for other people um, feedback to just to allow that opportunity because we all need something. We are not perfect. We mm -hmm. all working on something and we all could be better at something. So anything that can make you better, it does not feel good. You got to think about that. It does not make you feel good. Sometimes it requires you to have longer nights than other nights. Just keep mm -hmm. going. Don't stop because you will not get it overnight. I'm telling you, it takes time. It's a business is you investing your money. You're not going to, if it's the right investment, you're not going to, you're not going to see it over time because quick money is bad money and bad money fast money is bad money okay mm -hmm. so you wanna you wanna make sure you take your time when you put your money in the right places you will see a return and just set goals for yourself and stick to it and write everything out everything just write it out and don't give up write keep it going. down keep going don't give up write it down make it plain keep going don't give up yeah, because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. So you have to kind of think about that. You know, it, it yeah. costs to be the boss. You got to invest some time, invest some money, invest some late nights, long hours. Um, be able to accept and um, know that people are going to say no and accept those rejections. Like I get that a lot in real estate. Well, my mentor has to tell me, like, you know, don't give up. Keep going. That's like a part of the game. You just got to pick back up and just be you and stay focused and stay motivated. Uh, I love these pieces. These are some of the pieces from the new collection. I had to place my order here soon, you guys. <laughs> I already know what I want, so don't y'all go buying out. <laughs> 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 Get them. Um, 
<laughs> but I definitely love it. Um, I ordered some pieces from her in the past. Yeah, super comfortable. Um, when I wash them, they don't shrink. You know, sometimes when you order things and you wash it, items do shrink, which is normal. You know, no shade to anybody that I've ordered from before. But just simply, um, simply putting, she has really good material, really good items. Um, so I can actually vouch for her. You can shop um on easyfashion.com. You can see it kind of up there in the header but i'll also add it in the comment section below and i'll also edit it in the video so i hope you guys enjoyed my time here with liz today i did <laughs> we do have some people over here in the comments so we do appreciate you guys for tuning in thank you guys oh that's my brother that's my brother i was telling y'all about that's my brother yeah Okay, brother, we see you <laughs> coming through with the support. So do you have any other last words that you want to leave with the audience while you're here? Tell us how we can find you on social media. Um, First, I would just like to tell you guys, if you have kids and, um, and if you're a single parent, know that you're not by yourself. I don't know if you, like I said, I'm not a preacher. I don't try to convert nobody to nothing, but... Whoever you pray to, just know that they got you. And you got, you can't wear it. You got to just know everything's going to be okay. Um, and keep going. Like, just keep going and trust the process. But you can find me. Um, like Kristen said, I do have a private group where it get real exclusive. I share a lot of my life stories. Um, uh, Easy Dolls. Uh, I, I think I shared it too. Um, I shared this video to the group. So hopefully you guys just, uh, it is membership only. So if you search for Easy Dolls, uh, it will be a request sent. Send me a request. Mm -hmm. Also, you can find me on Instagram at shop underscore X underscore EZ. And that's just the letter EZ. Um, you also can find me on Facebook. I am Liz Williams on Facebook. And I also have a public page, which is just Easy Fashion. Most definitely. So I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast tonight. If you tuned in a little late and you missed the beginning, um, the replay will be posted on your favorite podcasting streaming sites, top three being Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. You can listen from all your respective devices. And I thanks, thanks you guys for tuning in. Thanks for your support as always. And um, be here next week. I got a really special guest coming on next week. I have an author coming. She's going to talk about a book and kind of how God transformed her life. I know Liz said, whoever y'all pray to, baby, I hope you praying to God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll just tell y'all. We a Christian-based faith podcast over here. So... <laughs> That's what we're talking about. The goal yeah. of the Summer Life Podcast is to enhance your mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life and your financial luxuries. I actually right. started a new business, Liz, that I haven't launched yet, and I haven't really been talking about it, but it's called SLL Professional Services. Kind of so website services. So I will be speaking more about that, about some things that I will be doing. But thanks, you guys, for tuning in, and enjoy your night. Thank you for having me. Have a good night. Of course. <laughs>